0: Ever eaten moldy chocolate? The tardigrade? I'm Jasmine.
1: Swear on Satan, I'll do that. Yeah. Uh, That's my headcanon. Okay. Into it, into it, into it, into it. All of it. I'm Mel's. I love it. Dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs>
0: and if you're watching TV, I love it. Make sure it's damn fine TV.
1: This is amazing.
0: That's, that was awesome. Oh my god. Okay. Perfectly calibrating my tone as I tell a rich lady to go fuck herself. I'm Jay.
1: And hiding out in the wardrobe, I'm Mel's.
0: Welcome to Damn Fine TV's Yellow Jackets Rewatch.
1: This week we're covering season one, episode four. Now let's get the book club started.
0: Book club. Was this? This was, this was the, the first, first mention th- of book club from Jeff, Jeff. right? But Adam mentioned it last week, or in the last episode, I should say, right?
1: Yeah, it was very – I had not even remembered that, and you know, I –
0: No, but it's so funny that Shauna would then, like, take that and make that her excuse that she's at Book Club.
1: (laughs) Exactly.
0: Well, speaking of episode three, I did just want to say thank you so much to Coral from Wholesome Peaks for stepping in and guest hosting for me, Uh, or should I say Carol – You know, I thought Carol and Melanie did a great Uh job
1: last (laughs) week. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Uh,
0: No, but for real, I I really enjoyed that episode. I loved your guys' discussion. You got a lot of – you you made some wheels turn for me, and I've got some thoughts about the episode, but I kind of worked it into my notes for episode four. So I'll just bring it up as we move through. But thank you to Coral. Sorry for my absence. Great episode.
1: Don't apologize. We all need a leave of absence sometimes. It's okay.
0: I did have a doctor's note, so.
1: That's right. It was excused, everyone. Okay? It was excused.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, should we dive into a summary for episode four?
1: Yes. All right. You, me, me, you, you, me. I'll I'll go. Is that cool? Yeah. All right. Episode four, bear down. We hope you got your tickets, because back in 96, we're going to a gun show. The Yellow Jackets and Travis must determine who is better with a rifle so they can begin to live off the land. In the present day, Ty tries to play nice with rich people, Nat uses Kevin, and Shauna gets reckless with Adam. Meanwhile, we get a glimpse into what Nat's home life was like in the 90s.
0: Yes, yes. We got yeah. it. <laughs> All right. Well, I I wrote a haiku for my overall thoughts, a la Kevin at dinner.
1: Haiku. So wait.
0: <clears throat> good, but not a fave. Can't stand Travis. Here for Ty. Love Shauna's book club. Ah! <laughs> a Round of applause. You. Round a of thank applause. You.
1: Oh, the crowd goes wild.
0: Oh, oh, thank you so much. Oh, I see a rose amazing. was thrown up on stage. Thank it, you so here. much.
1: <laughs> oh, that was my underwear. I'm so sorry. Oh,
0: my favorite. <laughs> I'll take those home.
1: Wait, I don't wear any. That was a special, very new, clean pair. Just, for you. <laughs> oh,
0: just right out of the package? All right. right I'll out. take it.
1: Right off the rack.
0: Free underwear. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well that haiku is beautiful. Hi Q. Oh well,
0: thank you. Haiku? Thank Hi-Q. you. <laughs> Bless you. Thank
1: <laughs> you. Oh my God. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. That was my haiku. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh beautiful, beautiful. All right. What did you think?
1: Okay. I am sharing the same sentiments as you. Um, is it my favorite episode so far? No, I really enjoyed episode three a lot. Um, but this was a good one. Don't get me wrong. I want to put the disclaimer up that I think all episodes of, of this season of Yellow Jackets is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. But so far, this is not my favorite. Um, and maybe maybe it's because I'm so desperate still for more of the past and not so much of the present. Um, that'll change yeah. for me. Obviously, once more of the present day things start to get kicked off and whatnot. Um, but right now, I'm just so absorbed into, you know, what the 96, you know, yeah. crew is like, how are they managing? How are they going to survive? Um I agree with you. I was really not into Travis. Like, I was so into Travis last week because he was in the lake with no shirt on. And then this week I was like, you motherfucker. I am not into you anymore.
0: I mean, even on my first watch through, I can remember feeling really, like, really touched by him wanting to go and get the ring from his dad and bring it back for his little brother. And then the way that he like gives Nat or he makes sure Nat gets the credit for bringing back the food. There was something about that that I think really like softened him up a little bit for me. But this time through, I'm just like, fuck you, dude. Like you are so outnumbered. You'd think that you would shut the fuck up for five seconds. And also the gun in Nat's face was just, it was too much for me this time. Yeah.
1: I hated it. I hated it. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I mean, everything else though in the episode. I. I mean, obviously, I'm here for Misty. Um, loved her little confrontation with Jessica. I'm very excited <laughs> yes. where that is gonna go. Yes. Um, I love this lady that she's just like bringing along with her. I and I know obviously I paid attention to this the first time around, but. It's just hilarious to me that she just wheels this lady, like, to this restaurant. And the lady's like, I want the top shelf, double whiskey, red label. Like, do not fuck with me tonight. Good for I am- her. Yeah, because she's like, I'm here with this crazy bitch, Misty yes. Quigley. Okay? Yes. Like, I need Like, this, this need is how this
0: stuff. crazy woman is paying me to be here. <laughs> right. I'm gonna need some booze.
1: Yeah. Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, I... I obviously enjoyed it. Uh, My favorite thing was the really the Nat backstory. And I knew that I was going to feel that way again because I felt that way before. Um, But yeah, you know, it was a, it was a good episode though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think that like all of the episodes in this season are really good, but this one's just not a standout overall. Right. I, there are moments that I really like, but there's also moments that I felt were kind of unnecessary. Like, there's a scene where I guess Nat, I think it's when she's just getting back to her motel, her hotel, whatever. She's just splashing water on her face. And I was like, "What? but what are we doing here? Like, I'm not getting any further emotion from this. Like, I already know the kind of headspace that Nat is in. I don't really know why we're doing this. And there was another moment that I thought was a little unnecessary, but it's not. it's not coming to me right now. But maybe it'll spark as we move through. But yeah, um let's 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 dive into stuff that we wanna discuss. I mean you mentioned Nat's backstory. Do you wanna just go right into that?
1: Sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. There. Okay. Let me okay. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay. Like outcast. I know it's like, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay. I love okay. Missy. Nat will always have my heart, though. She had it the first time around. She's got it this time. Um, I I didn't have a similar... There there are some similarities in her background that also are true to, like, mine. So perhaps I just find her super relatable. Um, But her backstory is so heartbreaking um, and really speaks to adult natalie's like demeanor and everything right Right. like she she was going through all of this you know and then this brutal death of her father which she obviously blames herself for um then this happens where you know they're stranded and and they're gonna have to learn how to survive and she's obviously got i think she's the most skilled out of the group and no one really realizes that Uh, So, she's, like, also a natural leader, and so um, you take all that, and we don't know everything that transpired in the time since they were rescued to the present day, but it really makes adult Natalie way more relatable, too, once you know more Mm. about her backstory, in in my opinion. I I also love how, I, I shouldn't say I love that she's taking advantage of goth daddy Kevin, but... I, I'm also like, yes, that's right. Use your prowess to your advantage. I, I mean, because it's like she's obviously got those are like, um, I want to say the word is innate, but I don't know if that's right. But like, those are those survival or like those instincts where yeah, she yeah, can, yeah. like, she Missy might be a citizen detective, <laughs> but. I, like Natalie's the real light like, deal. You know what I mean? Like Missy's a great like their partnership is good because I think Missy has like the the cra the more crazy that she can get things done, but Natalie's like, you know, more of the No, I shouldn't say she's more cunning because we'll see more of Missy well. <laughs> they goes
0: they're just cunning in different ways, right? right? Like even at the beginning of the episode Misty is like I think we could I think I know a guy that could maybe get into Travis's emails or something, which is a great idea, but then we see Nat go one step further and she's gonna get info on the toxicology report. Like she can handle herself. she's just gonna go about it in a different way. I love right. your point about her being a natural leader but she's also the type of person that wouldn't step into that role because she doesn't want like the vibe i get from her is she doesn't want to be a leader but she no. has the skills to be one Absolutely. which actually makes you the best leader i think like the people that don't really want to lead always make the best leaders you know like yeah. they're forced yeah. into the situation by circumstances out of their control or whatever but yeah um it it's obviously a super sad backstory For some reason, I didn't find myself as invested this time around. And maybe it's just because I think first time around, you are so – well, the the backstory is so intertwined with the reveal that she, you know, knows how to shoot a gun, knows how to shoot a gun really well, and – it's almost like a little like, ooh, gotcha when we get to the end and it's revealed that she didn't actually shoot her father. You know, that was a an a, a crazy accident that happened. Yes. Um, and I agree. I think she probably does hold on to some guilt from it. But I-, I don't know. There was something about that where I was like, well, I kind of already know where that's going. It's not. There- it just didn't hit me in the same way. And it was part of why, like, the episode isn't the standout for me, but it still does the same character work. So
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're right. Like, it's I I said this, you know, last episode, but like this this juxtaposition they do between uh like some backstory and then whether it's Nat's backstory and then the ninety six uh juxtaposition or like last week I mentioned where there's the juxtaposition of present-day Ty walking down the stairs as she's walking up that ladder, you know, in the cabin. What I loved about this is that as soon as she clicked the safety, you know, like when she was shooting the cans, um, it goes back, or you see it juxtaposition juxtapose now. You know I'm not a wordsmith. You see it intertwined with, like, the fact that yes. your Dad is the one that was like, you got to take the safety off of dummies. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Their so, transitions
0: are beautiful. Oh,
1: they're, se- they're, I, they're seamless.
0: I can't remember if we mentioned this way back when we did episode one or maybe in episode two, but there's a few shows that really do that well. Like, Haunting of Hill House was another show where, like, um, one that I'll always remember is, like, Uh, younger Theo just grabs an apple and then older Theo is like biting into the apple or maybe it's vice versa, but there's just something about using that to tether between the two different um, versions of the same person that works really nicely. So
1: all of that
0: is still really nicely done. I was just like, okay, I know this part. I kind of want to get into other stuff.
1: Sure. I just have to mention this another, and it's Melanie Linsky again but another show that did that brilliantly was castle rock and yes. yeah. with her you know her younger self and then her adult self the transitions in that show as well between uh those characters oh chef's kiss and this show does it uh, just amazingly so there's another one actually that i do want to talk about if you're good on nat's
0: backstory oh, yes.
1: uh-huh. right
0: um and we can sort of I don't know if this really fits in with uh, what we're calling like hunters and gatherers, which is basically the 96 plot line or maybe more of a Shauna thing. But there is – I wrote it down so I would get it right when we were talking. But uh, we either go from present-day Shauna to past Shauna or other way around. Um, Oh, I know what it is. It's – Shauna is journaling. And Javi comes and is, like, interested in what she's doing. And then we cut to, I think, present-day Shauna putting her makeup on, reminiscing about fucking Adam. And I'm like, yeah, no wonder people made the connection or were thinking that there was something to the idea that Adam is Javi. I feel like they were trying to sell that so hard in this episode. Yes.
1: I agree with that. I really do. I mean –
0: the other ways that they use these transitions and this visual language, I'm like,
1: how, why did you do this to us? (laughs) It's, oh my God, it's that sleight of the hand and it's so great. Like uh, the idea of like the red herring or whatever, you know, they just do that so well here to where it's not annoying. Like there have been American Horror Story, there have been shows where (laughs) they have thrown like a red herring out there and I'm like, this is stupid, it's not even, you know, but this was... Well, because there's such a mystery around, obviously when we start off with, we don't even know much about present day Travis before he's found, you know, dead Yeah, Yeah. and you're just getting basically backstory and there's no mention of Javi. So uh, it's just a a beautiful play on that red herring for you to be like, shit, this has got to be Javi. And oh man. So it's just so good. It's (laughs) really good.
0: I know. I totally agree. I loved that transition. It like made me retroactively mad at myself from the first time through, (laughs) like totally falling for it. But yeah. So do you want to stay on Shauna and Adam or do you want to talk? Yeah. Okay. So I, you guys talked a lot last week about, you know, Adam like Shauna being kind of reckless And I loved that moment where Coral reined you in and was like, don't go to a stranger's house.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was perfect because I was like, oh, you're right, actually. Very good point.
0: (laughs) I thought that was so funny because I was 100% on board with you. I was like, yes, don't pay for that hotel room. Absolutely. Keep it free. And then I was like, hmm, yes, yes, Coral. Great point. Great point. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. I'm really here for Shauna and Adam. I think even more so than the first time through. There is something. Look, I know Shauna is making a shitty choice in cheating on her husband. Uh, I think, Coral, another great point last week was once a cheater, always a cheater. You know, like – that can come back around and bite you in the ass. I mean, their first interactions, Jeff and Shauna, I mean, were cheating on Jackie, right? Mm -hmm. And not to say that, I mean, maybe once a cheater, always a cheater, isn't super fair. I do think people can change, but maybe not in television. Maybe that's not where they're doing the changing. But point being, um, yes, it's a shitty choice to cheat on your husband, but there's something about Shauna living out missed portions of her youth that I am just really here for. And I hate that like her kid's a teenager. She's going to pay her very little attention. That is what teenage girls do to their mothers, unfortunately, or at least for the most part. And her husband has some crazy shit going on that he has not told her about yet, but like nobody's paying any attention to her and she cannot be herself at home. And there's something about this relationship with Adam where she is carefree. She is happy. She's getting the best sex that she's had in probably a decade. And I just, I'm like, go ahead, girl, read your books. Like, Let's do this.
1: (laughs) Where can I sign up for this book club? Yes.
0: I it's just I'm (laughs) go for it. Jump off your bridges, fuck in the backseat, drink your shitty alcohol. I love it. Yeah.
1: You know, I've said this and I'll probably continue to say it. And I'm sorry it's gonna be very very broken record, but adult Shauna is so relatable. And I didn't miss out on very important like huge chunks of my youth like these girls did. But right. I can only imagine when you're in what seems like a loveless marriage between she and Jeff. And also, I mean, let's let's not forget that it was really Tabitha that got the sex of her life and was not necessarily Sean. At- no, I'm just kidding. But you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, the, like. There's obviously something happening there. You're right. Like, Callie is not, you know, she, she doesn't even know, like, how to thaw out a piece of meat. I mean, there's just a lot going on here. And Shauna wanting to relive, because Adam... I believe for all intents and purposes, is younger than her, from what I can just gather, right? It's, I don't think it's ever explicitly said, but it feels. It gives
0: he, a bit of a younger vibe. He yeah. It does. Yeah.
1: yeah. But also, Shauna might, I mean, she had to grow up very quickly. So she might just give off a, 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 a more mature vibe mm. because of that. I don't yes. know. Yeah. But regardless, like, Yes, I hate that she can't experience this with Jeff, but I'm also not mad that she's experienced it with Adam, even though I'm just so fucking sus of him because it's like when they were at the mini golf and he was like, well, if I win, you tell me something personal about you. And I'm like, I mean, I know y'all are like doing it and whatever, but we are in the age of Tinder where it's kind of like that does, you don't have to know everyone's backstory to hook up. (laughs) So there like it's just there's a lot of sus things about Adam, obviously, but I just love this freeing innocence. Um yes. that it feels like for her. Even though she gets that warning from Jackie, I'm I'm like Shauna, mm-hmm. do I mean, you right. know what? Do it. And the whole once a cheater, always a cheater thing, I mean, she obviously has this ingrained in her mind about Jeff because she's already seen him at the hotel. Yeah. With yeah a female so obviously this is in her mind as well so i mean their relationship is kind of built on a a scandalous and then a pregnancy and all of these well well we can be i guess we can be spoilery oh yeah that's fine okay yes you know like all of these things
0: there's also a part of me that's like do i not do, do i not fault shauna because i know that like everything's gonna be fine between Jeff and Shauna. Like, <laughs> well, there's that it, too. it mean, does there have a too. kind of a happy ending as far as we know right now, right? I know, but you
1: know, it, I was thinking obviously about that. like
0: something oh, something needed to happen between the two of them so that they could finally be honest with each other. It yeah. sucks that it was this, but I almost feel like
1: this is really good for their marriage. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. it, Yeah, we'll see. It's going to, like, this, a lot of things are going to, once the things come out, it's going to bring them together and bring them closer. And I honestly, when she came in from book club and he asked her, like, I immediately got that flash in my mind of the episode where they're all just sitting there eating the popcorn and hanging, oops, excuse me, yeah. and hanging out. And, I mean, I almost... I almost teared up because I was like, okay, better days are ahead. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I'm sure that that definitely like colors my feelings on what's happening. How could it not? So, and I think, you know, like you said, she's so relatable and even more so right now, because I think all of us from time to time have a kind of impulse to, oh my God, I never got to experience that. I would love to do that. um, Or want to like... Go relive the glory days, quote unquote, right? And like some of those things we can do without massive consequences, and some of them we decide not to do because they would cause these massive consequences. But like it's it's great for TV. So
1: It is. and I, I mean, it, honestly, it's great for Shauna. I mean, good yeah. for you. Like I think the most, I like the the okay the getting someone to buy you the alcohol, even though that guy was so shady boots when he was like, they're not going to card you. And she's like, oh, uh, uh, I mean, like I know." Melanie Linsky, I fucking love her anyway, but like yeah. this adult Shauna is just, I am here for her a hundred percent. Like I, yeah. Love, and the negotiations with, he's like add 20 and she's like 10. And he's like, Mm-mm. she's like, Mm-mm. you know, just like, I I yes, her. Yes, her.
0: her choices, like her acting choices in that moment were so perfect.
1: Well, good. But, the so just like that, and then obviously the, the mini golf thing, but there was something about just that jump of them together off the bridge, and I was like, I mean, this has got to be so freeing for her, because mm-hmm. she just, you know, I mean, what a traumatic thing to have gone through at the age that she did, and... I don't know. Like she just feels so weightless in that moment. At least that's what comes through for me. And I'm just like, Oh God, it's yeah. Uh, Okay. Guess what? It's not a subway napkin. It's a stranger (gasps) things napkin, but (laughs) (laughs) it was just beautiful. Still a napkin.
0: (laughs) Yes. I, I enjoyed it. Oh, the way, yeah. The way that she just like, Beamed when she right. made the shot in mini golf and was like, actually, I've never done that before. That was incredible. I I don't it
1: made me happy. So. I mean, think about these memories that she's making. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh gosh, yeah, I've got chili bumps because I'm just like, it's it's so good. It's so yeah. good. it's so bad. Totally but it's so good.
0: yeah, but it's like whatever, it's gonna be fine. So <laughs>
1: yeah, that's right true. <laughs>
0: All right, you want to go back to ninety six now and talk about uh, the hunters and the gatherers?
1: Oh please, yeah, let's do that.
0: So I don't know i I struggled with this only because I think it's I think it's really a more recent thing for me. But I really struggle with guns in TV shows and movies now, uh, unless it's like a full on horror, I guess, like right. where you know. There's always going to be some sort of weapon and look like I get it. They, this was a good reason to know how to use a gun to, you know, fend for yourself and live off the land or whatever. But I guess I was a little detached for that reason, but I was very happy when Nat was like, here's what's what, you little bitch. Why don't you shut the fuck up while I shoot this gun better than you? Right. I was happy for that.
1: (laughs) Um, it made me very, very uncomfortable. And I, I, unfortunately, I can't recall if it made me, I, I don't doubt that it made me uncomfortable the first time, but always on a rewatch. I did in the
0: same way. Like, I don't think that right. was a sticking point for either of us.
1: I don't, and I agree with that because I'm thinking to myself, I always want to rewatch. You get a different set of feelings. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, this time around, I, my heart, dropped into to my stomach i mean i knew that nothing he wasn't going to harm anyone but that's neither here nor there like it's the reckless audacity to even play around like that or whatever he was doing and i was just like Fuck he was
0: you. mad
1: oh i know he was scary in
0: that moment
1: yeah i mean like his eyes this this young travis actor you know we talk a lot about the like facial acting in twin peaks like this this mm-hmm. young travis is amazing to me because mm-hmm. you could almost see like the darkness flash in his eyes Ooh, in that yes. moment. and i was just like no do mm-hmm. not like you know i mean didn't like it the first time but this time i'm like fuck you you know like i don't care if you were naked in the lake just last episode and i was like was flex always hot now i'm like no You're not hot right now, sir. Also,
0: he's just like, he, I mean, the fact that he is the pretty much the only dude, he's one of three dudes, but he's like the dude that's the same age as the girls that he's with essentially, right? So like, I don't know if that's working against him, but there's something so fragile male ego about Travis that we don't see in Javi, I think he's probably too young to exhibit any of that maybe. And Ben, I've been really enjoying seeing that coach Ben is like, you know, there is another version of this where he brings out the gun and says, my dad used to take me hunting. So I'll figure this out. And it's like, dude, you have one leg. You cannot be doing that. But I love that he's not this like super macho guy. And he's like, you know, I can't, excuse me, I can take charge because I'm still the adult in this situation, but he's like leveling with these kids and he's not trying to be this like macho dude. So I think Travis is really standing out in that sense. And it's, I mean, yes, the story about the flat, the origin of flex that sucks. Kids are dicks. Like teenagers will make up the, the rudest most hurtful things about other teenagers, but like get over it, dude. Yeah, like, it could be so much worse. You want to well, suck your own dick? Great. Like, I mean,
1: I, it's really not that bad. <laughs> honestly, it was, okay, that moment though. I, I, all right, here's the thing. Sure. Like, I think at some point we've all been teased about something. I mean, For sure. I, listen, I'll go Most ahead and of tell us you. have, right? Right. I have one eye. I think I've told y'all this before. I only have mm-hmm. one eye that works. Mm -hmm. Um, when I was younger though, my, I, my my ophthalmologist was trying to get the eye that doesn't work to try to work. I used to have to wear a patch over Mm -hmm. my good eye. I got made fun of all the time and it was very hurtful. And guess what? This was in like third grade. Okay. So this was like elementary years and, you know, fuck them kids. Those kids are dicks. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I get it, but you know, like, so I felt for him, but. I didn't, I I don't know. It was like, I don't understand his choices, but then in the the moment between he and Nat in that plane where she was like, so can you suck your dick now? Like, I'm so glad, like, she's got a great, cause I feel like they have a dick dads, all this other stuff. Right. So there's a commonality between the two. And I feel like she's learning how to navigate uh, Travis and that's what eventually help, you know.
0: She's so kind to him. Right. And he doesn't, and doesn't... really deserve it in that moment. No. I did try to, like, cut him some slack because his dad just died, did just die in a plane crash pretty brutally. So, like, we have to, we have to afford him that. But he is in, like. Pretty much the same situation as everybody else that he's with right now. So, like, take it down, please, sir. Like, just a couple of notches.
1: Bring it down. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it down. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: But you're right. Natalie is so just kind to him. Yeah. She's just, she really is such a sweetie underneath all of her eyeliner. <laughs>
1: well, like, underneath. Not that you that- can't be a
0: sweetie with eyeliner, but like, you know what I mean? She puts on this, like, very thick facade yeah
1: yeah absolutely absolutely um and I think that's what's endearing about Natalie right like I mean for sure that's part of it yeah
0: big time uh yeah so the result I do think that like I think now that him and Nat have had this moment I feel like Travis gets a lot easier to deal with as we move forward so I look forward to that definitely
1: definitely yeah.
0: All right. Well, now for the gatherers then. So they find this plane. And I guess I did also want to talk about Lottie specifically and like her sort of suspicions of this whole place. But uh, what I wanted to mention here was we had this like grand opening and grand closing for Jackie's redemption arc in this episode. Because I totally forgot that she pushed Van out of the way. And I I genuinely think in that moment Jackie did something Kind of without thinking and just was like, let me help this person. I don't think she did it to be even with Van. But then she has to bring it up. (laughs) Like, why? Why, Jackie?
1: It was a short-lived redemption.
0: Yeah. I mean, they she she had the grand opening and they went bankrupt the next day and had to fucking close. Like,
1: Nobody bought a damn thing.
0: No, they were 50% off within hours. I mean, it was just so sad because I was like, oh shit, I totally forgot this. Like
1: we're already doing a redemption for jail. Oh no, okay, well. And I love how Van fucking cold-shouldered her to no like end, right? When she says that, she's like, Okay, like there uh, was, I love it. Like
0: a little in her face, there was a bit of like, "fuck," she's kind of right, but like also, "fuck that bitch,"
1: like yeah, exactly, so. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Laura Lee, get out of that fucking airplane! I mean, we yes. know what's coming, but I was like, "dude, I know. get out!" I mean, you're already. You're already on the wrong path, ma'am, because you've just started this thing. It is rolling. You are about to slice and dice your girlfriends. Like, please get out of that fucking plane. <laughs>
0: but this, like, where Laura Lee goes is one of the most epic parts of this first season. I would not trade it for anything. Not it's a so thing. fucking good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, so, but Lottie, though. So when they find the plane and she sees that, like... The wheel or something is caught in a bunch of like, I don't know terms like brambles and weeds and bushes and vines, things. vines. Yeah, <laughs> and she says uh, it didn't want him to leave. Yeah. And then earlier, like beginning of ep- of the episode or whatever, when Nat wakes up, Lottie is still awake. She's staring up at the the attic space or whatever, saying like bad things happened here. At this point, I'm a little frustrated. I I don't think I really realized this the first time around. Or maybe I just didn't realize it until later on. But I feel like right now the show is setting up this idea that this poor girl is off her meds. And she's going – or she like something's happening with her mental health. And I don't like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that for a minute. Because full disclosure, I'm going to let everyone know that I was very torn. The first time through, mainly because they were setting it up like this. And so for me, I thought to myself, is this just some type of paranoia or psychosis because she's off her meds? And I apologize.
0: The way I framed it was probably not with the right language, but like I'm not trying to disparage anybody that has any mental health issues or whatever. I specifically don't like that. she. We know she's off of her meds and now she's saying all this stuff.
1: And this is the other side of a red herring thing that I want to talk about mm. because this time through, I am a hundred percent more on board with some type of supernatural something going on oh, because interesting. even through the end of the season, even though we've seen altars and we've seen all of these things that have happened, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Antler queen, the bear, everything else like that. I still thought to myself. This has got to be some type of traumatic and not just for Lottie, but for everyone, a traumatic psychosis mixed in with some shroom action at at one point. But I am way more on board with something is in the water. And Mm. I, I'm more on board with the supernatural aspect and I love supernatural shit. I don't know why the first time around I was so against it. And I really think it's because they set up this medication thing for Lottie. And so this is what I'm saying. The flip side of a red herring, like Mm -hmm. the the hobby is Adam red herring type thing. This is the other side of a red herring that I actually do not appreciate because I, I just wouldn't want, it to be well she's off her meds so therefore she's talking crazy or something you know what i mean it's
0: a really to me it's like i don't even like this word i think it's overused and and used in the wrong way but it's like it's lazy writing it feels too easy to make this um how they present the ambiguity and i don't think they needed to do that like the thing is, I think they make it better as the season goes along. Like, I think once we learn more about Lottie, maybe this is why I don't remember feeling this way the first time around. Because once we know more about her backstory, like, I was like, oh, no, she's just been suppressed her whole life. So, like, she actually does. She is tapping into something that her medication cut her off from.
1: Yeah, suppressed it. So
0: yeah. it could work out that. It's better once we learn more, but this particular episode makes all of that feel really iffy and kind of uncomfortable, and I'm not here for it. It's super interesting that you're saying you're way on, way more on board for Supernatural because I find myself almost on the other side now. Really? And you know I'm always going to want it to be Supernatural. Like right? am It turns out to be supernatural. Great. I'm super happy. I have no issues with that. But there's something about this watch where I'm just like, it is trauma. How could this not be trauma? Like, and how could it not be supernatural? Like, there's totally arguments for both sides, which is what makes this so great. But even during episode three, the, the man with no eyes, there was something about the way that Ty didn't see it in the mirror until her grandmother described it to her. And it was almost as though her brain created this picture for her. Yes. And I'm like, is the man with no eyes just like a generational trauma in ties family? You know, like we're seeing in all of these backstories that these girls have some type of trauma beyond the plane crash. So I don't know, listen, make it be supernatural. I'll be beyond happy, but I'm
1: almost like, I don't know. So, no, I mean that's very interesting and I love the way that it's um it's differing for each of us this yeah. time around. Um and I think that perhaps what we were just talking about with how uncomfortable this idea of her not being on her meds is is what's making me lean more towards this is supernatural because Listen, maybe a Supernatural mixed in with some psychosis, sure. especially with the stuff that we're going to see with Ty later on, right? I mean, like, I know that there has to obviously be trauma. There's, you know, all kinds of things happening right now. But for Lottie specifically, I would just really love a, a – re- I say redemption, but what I mean by that is some type of arc where – The quote-unquote easy way for Lottie, and I'm not talking about mental illness in general, but the quote-unquote easy way to suppress what her natural um, connection to the veil or things like that is, is by prescribing a medication and dulling that. But we actually have someone that's, like we just said, very tapped in. I would kind of much rather see that, especially for Lottie. Now, Ty, I think Ty's going to be a different case. I think hers might be a lot of trauma based things, but the more we get with Lottie, the more we're going to probably see that it's also very easily to be persuaded for the other girls um, you know, for for the things that are coming up without being way too spoilery, but you know what I mean? Right. Yes.
0: Yeah. We'll definitely have to keep an eye on how they develop the Lottie stuff to see whether they kind of course correct might not even be the right term because they might've always been on the course of like, no, we're not, it's not a mental health thing. Like we're not trying to say that people off their meds or whatever, but like um, something that's not ambiguous though is how much we love Ratings and reviews on your favorite podcast platform. So if you are enjoying these episodes, if you are buzzing with excitement over our Yellow Jackets (laughs) rewatch, won't you please dingle, dangle, sprinkle, sprangle all those stars on your favorite podcast platform. We'd love five. We'll take as many stars as you can give us, though. And yeah, tell tell your friends about us, too. Why not start a book club and tell all your friends in the book club about us.
1: A damn fine pod club.
0: Oh, I like that. I'm into it. How was pod club?
1: (laughs) How was pod club? It was great. Wait, there's no pod club? Ah! (laughs) The twist of the century. Love it. (laughs) Yes, and if you are looking... To follow us on socials, you can find the pod on Instagram at Damn Fine TV. Uh, you can find me uh, at Superficial Mails. And you can find Jay at?
0: At Damn Fine Witch. And you can also find both of us over at Patreon.com slash TV. You know the score. Early access to episodes, Discord server, quarterly mail with fun stickers that we make up as we go and other fun stuff just check it out go watch the video you'll learn all about it
1: so much fun so much fun <laughs> over there
0: yeah uh I guess that's it thanks for listening to these plugs so back to the episode <laughs>
1: yes
0: where do you want to head from here I guess we kind of started talking about Thai.
1: no let's I was about to say let's get on over to Thai here
0: um so before we dive into her from this episode, every time I say that, I'm like, that's gross. But anyways, um, <laughs> I really enjoyed your chat last week about um, Nat and Ty and Travis. And one of you was like, I think Ty has something to do with what's happened to Travis. And that's part of like what really got the wheels spinning for me. And I don't know why, but on this watch, I feel like Ty is – much more um, straightforward than we thought the first time. Like there's a part of me that is just like, I don't think she, it's so hard because of that little smile at the end of the season where it feels like, oh, you know, you know what's happening, but I just feel like all of that is extenuating circumstances or something. Like I feel like she is innocent to a point point. Right. There's just something about her that I think – I don't know. I think I was convinced of one thing the first time through, and I'm just not there this time. Maybe I will get there, but
1: – Yeah. So,
0: yeah, like I don't think i don't think she had anything to do with Travis or Biscuit, and I know it's being telegraphed in certain ways, like the breaking of Allie's leg, but part of me also <laughs> thinks like that was a genuine mistake. Like she just – went too far she let that like side of her come out a little too much but I think she regretted it like I don't think she was happy in that locker room you know
1: yeah no I agree with that and there are some things you're right like I had a lot of opinions on Ty last episode what I what I love is the development of Ty's character in present day the more episodes we get into The thing that keeps me sus and guessing about her, um, I know that it's not something that any of the girls want to talk about. But there's something that went down. Um, She doesn't want to discuss it, even with someone who's going to front her entire campaign. And that is her prerogative. Because this is her... This is her journey, and she is not obligated to share it with anyone, even if the other senator is slinging mud, whatever it may be. Like, it obviously makes her uncomfortable. But why does it make her uncomfortable? Because it's kind of like we keep getting these droplets of, like, well, I know the official story, but what is it? So there's obviously Mm -hmm. stuff swirling around. She's hired – there's just something – there's something in the past – about Ty, that we haven't gotten yet because she also hired Jessica, but she didn't hire Jessica yeah. to like follow, A- uh, not Adam, but whoever that her uh, opponent's name is. She hired Jessica to keep tabs on the other Yellow Jackets. And I think that's why I continue to stay sus of her, but I empathize with her. I really do because, like we just said, there's probably generational trauma there. Then there's the trauma of what happened after the crash. Obviously things we don't know about yet. We also don't know how that plays into her present day demeanor. She's got a ruthlessness to her though, even though it might've been an accident with Allie. I mean, she went ahead and called up that opponent and was like, I will drag your drug daughter. I mean, you know, for lack of a better term, cause that's mm-hmm. how she put it. I mm-hmm. will drag her through the mud. Don't fuck yeah. with me. Yeah. You know, so- I think, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No,
0: no, no. Well, I do think she has that ruthless um, fighter within her for sure. And I do agree. That's one of the ways that the show walks the line with Ty because of the Jessica of it all. You're like, why is she so hellbent on keeping all of this a secret? But I did start thinking, well, okay, she's in politics. Politics are really like For lack of a better word, maybe they're prude. I mean, I would assume that the fact that she's a lesbian is already difficult enough. She's a black woman and she's a lesbian. She's trying to be in politics. Like, let's face it, it's still not easy for someone with those identities to be in politics. And so, even if, even if like what they did. Isn't that bad, quote unquote? It's a lot worse, I think, in the world of politics. So silencing all of that does make sense in that way. But then there is that part of you that's like, but what could have happened that you need to keep it that much of a secret? You know? So that's what I mean. They're walking such a great line in that way. And then, you know, there is this woman that is going to give her, you know, invest in her and make the campaign you know that much better for her but that is her she she's not ruthless enough to even make up a story she's not willing to go that far yeah (laughs) yeah it's tough they're definitely walking a really great line with her
1: and and they are and and that's oh man i mean it's gonna be very interesting as we move along the episodes to see what changes because I'm here to tell you by the season finale, I was like, fuck Ty. If I'd never seen I know. her again, yes, yeah, I'm fine with that. But yeah. I'm gonna be honest, I'm I've come around to her a lot more this time around. I'm still sauce of her. Sure. But I have I feel like I have a more um empathetic view and it's for the things that we just discussed here yeah right and it's also this pressure of listen i think a lot of us we have some traumas in our our lives that we don't want to necessarily just be so open and discuss it's not it it's maybe not along the lines of surviving a plane crash and then having to survive for 19 months or whatever like in the wilderness but not, yeah that's your you know that's your story and it's it's up to you what you want to say, but the secrecy amongst all of them, where they don't speak to each other, they do Mm -hmm. it in secret. If Mm -hmm. they do there, there's an official statement. And then as the episodes go on, we know the crazy shit that begins to happen. And so it's like, well, what are we not aware of? And what does Ty have to do with it? Right?
0: Yes. And I think, you know, all of these women are kind of sus, but it's just like some of them aren't in a position to hire people to dig in, to like, you know, pretend to be reporters and see what you're going to say. Like, I think there's still shit we don't know about Shauna.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. Misty
0: is so overtly weird and like menacing that She's you a you know, bit of a she, look. she just is what she is. You know what yeah. I mean? And then, but I think like, you know, Nat, we said she puts up this very, protective or like um tough facade but there's something else happening underneath there too and i i think it's just the position and the job that tie that that character has been written into that maybe makes her feel that much more sus you know yeah yeah oh no absolutely but like even at this party we learn that she doesn't eat meat anymore which i found super interesting i didn't remember that detail and then she's so stressed and overwhelmed if she was super cutthroat she would have had this party no problem that's true. and i feel like if we get to a point where ty is kind of you know playing it up or whatever i'm gonna be a little irritated because i feel like why is she putting this on kind of only for the audience really like she didn't have to put on that persona at the party i don't think it did her any favors like Right. So I don't know. But again, okay, yeah. great, great ambiguity or line walking or whatever you want to call it. So, oh,
1: for sure. Yes. Yes.
0: I think that's all I've got about Ty. Well, except for why is Sammy so fucking creepy? But
1: that's okay. it. Listen, I'm here to tell you it scared me once again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, like, it's the camera angle and. Like, it's, it's so creepy. It's, it's that. And also, I mean, literally, you only see, like, part of his, And he's he's got this blank stare. Yes. And I am just like, please. And they're so unbothered by it. I'm here to tell you right now, if I had an armoire wardrobe and I looked over and James was just laying in there like staring at me with a blank, I'd be like, (laughs) exorcism time. Okay. What are you doing? They're just so like, Oh, hi buddy. Sorry for the swear word. Come on out. I'm like,
0: I feel like he must do it often. Like that can't be the first time that that's happened.
1: But I was so, again, it got me. I was so freaked out. Um, It is so creepy, man. You're right. It
0: is the blank stare. And it's obviously the way that they're playing Both with the lighting in the scene and the camera angle, it all just makes it so like what the fuck.
1: Very jarring. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. Out. Yeah. Totally out of nowhere. Very jarring. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Poor Sammy. I (sighs) mean, bless (sighs) his little heart. Sammy.
0: Sammy. Sammy. What is his fucking deal? All
1: right. Controversial yet brave. What if Sammy did this to Biscuit? Listen. It's crossed my mind.
0: Let's okay. not let's not rule it out.
1: I uh, will uh, put a pin in that, please. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, well, I yeah. think all that's
0: left is um Nat, Misty, and Kevin. I don't have a lot to say about them, but
1: uh, no. And I feel like we did talk about. I-, I talked about it in my overall yeah. thoughts. Um, I do feel okay. Let's. Oh, gosh. Okay, so let's talk about... All right, there's a couple of things I want to say about Nat and Kevin in their past past, okay? But, like, him coming over, they're obviously very good friends. Um, The fear when her dad busts in and did all of that. Ugh. Like, that intimate... And, and, I, and I don't mean sexual. I just mean like an intimate, like best friend's moment yeah. where there's the mixtape and and there's the conversation about, you know, the bands and her saying, uh-uh, you're not going to Sharpie. Your... By the way, I sharpened my fingernails all the time. Hell yeah. Oh, my gosh. So this was so relatable where I was like, oh, probably could have just got some black nail polish. But no, <laughs> I was sharpieing my fingernails.
0: Um, but because you can color on your shoes. And you can color your fingernails. So and your, why would you and get anything? Backpack. There you go. Your back, and your notebook.
1: All over my backpack.
0: And your yeah. locker. I mean, you weren't supposed to, but whatever.
1: Whatever. Yeah. Rule breakers. Um, But it's, I do have some empathy for Kevin though, because seeing yeah. that moment between them before all of the, the situation with her father. But then when you, you know, flash forward to present day and they're at dinner i mean you already know kevin probably still harbors these feelings well he obviously tells her i was so in love with you this whole time i know that nat is on a mission but at the same time i'm like not baby kevin okay Let's i do keep feel keep bad you know? yeah. <laughs> like- yes.
0: he is pretty much one of the only like innocent people in the show True, really, you know, like, yeah,
1: I know. And I'm did like- you notice
0: that it was a different Kevin in '96 than in the pilot? I could not get past that.
1: <laughs> I did not, but I'm fixing to go back and watch.
0: Yeah, it's a totally different kid, and I'm not sure a because. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, I think that happens a lot with pilots, right? Like sometimes well, the pilot true. gets filmed like months in advance of the rest of the season. But yeah, I was like, and I was like, is this why I can't connect with the storyline? Because I'm so stuck on the fact that this is just a different actor.
1: You're like, but, who are you? You're not the Kevin. I you know. are not
0: Kevin. What yeah. do you even try to do?
1: <laughs> I did not, but I now, like after this, I am definitely gonna go watch and I am gonna I'm gonna make note of that. Yeah. Um but yeah, you know, Kevin just seems oh gosh, yeah. I mean, but I guess it's so like misty. I feel like her heart is in the right place. She's just so misguided. Like yeah. obviously she wouldn't like it's it's good information for her to see that Jessica's following. Nat, mm-hmm. but Nat is just like, bitch, leave me alone. I am working here, okay? Well, she's like, like,
0: okay, she's spying, but what are you doing? Why? Well, exactly.
1: Like, <laughs> she's like, I don't, okay, so this is whatever with her, but hi, hello, what are you doing here? Like, you know, she's like, well, you know, just keeping an eye on you But I was
0: like, I was, I really liked the opening where she was Googling how to talk to Nat.
1: I know. Like, I
0: actually thought that was really genuine and sweet. And, like, yes, there's an ulterior motive in a way because, you know, we see by the end of the episode, Misty just wants to be involved because she calls up Shauna to tell her that Travis is dead. And she's very pleased with how she has reinserted herself into this situation. She's back in the group. (laughs) Yeah. So she's not, like, Googling this super altruistically just to, like, be a very good friend. But there is something inside of all of that that is really sweet and is kind of genuine, but the, the way that it gets like used and abused is so fucked.
1: Like I mean, and that's just I mean, yeah, you know, I hate to say that's just misty, but I mean, it really it is. is. yeah. but
0: um, also, I wanted to make note. I think I might have called her a nurse. In episode two, but she is just a care, not just, but she's a care assistant. She's not a nurse. Apparently, okay. those are two very different things. One of them often doesn't even require post secondary education. So I do feel like Misty came, was rescued, and was like, "What do I do? Like, I got to get into the thing that immediately I can help somebody." Like, right? Like I got wasted no time.
1: Right, I got to be somebody's saving grace in some. Yeah, yeah.
0: And her scrubs had owls all over them.
1: All over them. Yes. So I made. We all
0: know what that means.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're not what they seem. But, yeah, so anyway, yeah, I mean, it was creepy, but it was just typical Misty, in my opinion. Um, And I just, again, I feel like her heart was in the right place. But, I mean, Nat is just not for this bullshit. She's like, ma'am, ma'am, leave me alone. Go the fuck (laughs) home, she says. Go go home. Take this red label lady back to her room and call it a night, okay? I
0: mean, I love that scene, though. I love misty out on the town with this nursing home resident though so i mean you know love it wouldn't trade it
1: no not at all not at all uh but yeah that's really uh let me check my notes here but i think that's really all that i had i mean you know. yeah same
0: here well was- i did i had Why is Sammy so creepy was my only question at the end, but already asked it,
1: so. Yeah, and I'm going to be really watching Sammy a lot closer this time around, you know?
0: Oh, you know what I did want to say? I mean, I already sent you the screenshot, but you guys were talking last week about the pictures in the display case once we get to the reunion, and it is. It's the whole family, so it's Coach Martinez, Travis, and Javi. Uh All their pictures are there.
1: so so
0: sad so sad that that whole like i've (laughs) that made me really sad for the wife and mother that just lost everybody in uh, yeah one one go lost her whole family yeah it's like nora in the leftovers
1: oh god don't okay do not make break out the napkin
0: I know I don't even have any napkins, so we better
1: reel that in. Here, let <laughs> me send this one to you. Oh, thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's be all I've got. Had
1: a red napkin to enter, like to inter- oh, <laughs> So good.
0: We'll have to plan something like that one day.
1: We'll have to. Okay. Yep. Well, if that's all for this time, I have yet another lecture on why Nirvana did not want to be mainstream.
0: Mm-hmm. That sounds like a good one, but uh I've got a round of mini golf to get to. Even better. Bye-bye. See if I can make that shot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: good luck. Bye bye. Bye bye.
0: That was great.
1: Oh yay! That was really good.
0: Yeah, I had a lot of fun. All um, oh, right, I guess I have to exit the full screen and recording.